0: The following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports.
1: Ninety seven five Glory FM, WGTJ Radio presents the 2024 Region 8 Quad A High School Basketball Tournament. Welcome to the countdown to tip off of tonight's game. Let's go courtside for the preview of tonight's game on 97.5 Glory FM. Everybody,
2: how you doing?
3: Live in the Lincoln Trail Center at Chesity High School in Gainesville. It's second round girls action of the Region 8 Quad A Basketball Tournament. In game number one, it is the Cherokee Bluff Lady Bears taking on the Lady Red Raiders of Madison County, followed up by the host team. The Chesapeake Lady War Eagles playing host to the Lady Jaguars of Cedar shows. and I've won along with Joe Gailey, our producer, Nathan Laddie. I'm Mike Warford with you here courtside here at Chesapeake High School. Here we are, basically a one-game season, yep. especially for the loser, because if you lose, your season's over. But if you win, you're going to play at least three more games and you automatically advance to the semifinals on Thursday at North Oak County. Plus, you get an automatic berth in the upcoming state playoffs coming up next tuesday and we have the defending eight quad a girls champions of chessie playing game two but in game one joe looking forward to seeing the lady bears under first year coach cassie scott making the same playoffs
4: looking forward to them tonight mike it ought to be a really good basketball game now the first time that these teams played the only time they played it was a 45 28 game that cherokee bluff won on back on february the 6th we'll see how that'll play out tonight with them, I know that uh, Emma Reynolds is back now. She's been playing sporadically, uh, sporadically. Excuse me, uh, two minutes here, two minutes there. Top things. So Coach Scott told me after her knee injury, so she she's a senior. She wanted to play some more. So cut, the the trainers have released her, and she's out there playing. And uh, for, for uh, Madison County, it's all going to go around their senior Janira Borders and the junior Jordan Hall. Those two players are, are the keys for Coach Monty McClure's team. They scored um, you know 14, 18 points last time against. She, uh, Chester T and Cherokee Bluff, so it ought to be interesting to see both play. Really, make Cherokee Bluff to to, to score and then press early after a basket, and uh, they may they may even press after a, a non-made basket. You never know.
3: And you're really looking forward to seeing what the senior leadership for Cherokee Bluff can do here, especially led by Caitlin Cook.
4: Exactly, and and uh, she was giving me her starters, and she said, "All right, so Carson starting, Claire." Bristol, and then she said Cookie, and I had to think for a minute. Oh, you're talking about Caitlin, okay.
2: (laughs) So you got a nickname,
4: Cookie. And so, yeah, Caitlin's starting in Bristol, and and, uh, then Audrey Graham is going to start tonight. She was trying to decide, she didn't tell me until a few minutes later, that they were going to go big or going to go small. So they decided to go small and and see how they can do there. The big thing is going to be keeping Madison County off the boards. And the big thing for Madison County is going to be keeping Cherokee Bluff off the boards. Because as we've seen, Cherokee Bluff, all of them can rebound, and uh, they did a real good job last time against North Hogan on the offensive boards
3: but also with the left, they can go inside. They can also go outside, and mm-hmm. they can shoot the three as good as anybody.
4: Exactly, and they try to go inside first and then come back out, and I think that's a good thing for them. They don't just come down and depend on that three-pointer, but you look at all, all of their starters, all five of them really, of the starters that they'll have tonight can shoot the three, and then they've got a couple of girls coming off the bench that can shoot it also, so it, it'll be a pretty good matchup tonight.
3: And for us, a big thing is we'd like to see all four teams in the North Sub region come out victorious. We're going to try to bring you scores. From the other games being played in a few minutes at 6 p.m. over at North Oconee and Bogart, the North Hall Lady Trojans are going to be in action as they'll be up against Walnut Grove and the team they played last Tuesday also. It is ironic how they're doing things with the way the tournament works out yep. as North Hall takes on Walnut Grove, followed by the Easter Side the Lady Broncos taking on North Oconee, And then we'll see what works out after the Night's Ball game. And we'd love to see, like it was last year, the four teams was North Side going to the state playoffs
4: yeah it'd be kind of cool to see those those four teams again and then have all four of them going on and, and doing their thing it'd be nice if they could do that if they do get to do that then obviously we'll cover we won't cover it either way but it'd be nice if all four from this side that we've seen all year long could go on and play that's for, that's and, for sure and we'll
3: check out this evening with Sutton Shirley who'll join me at halftime of the first game between Cherokee Bluff and Madison County coach Shirley right. the head girls basketball coach at Chessie, and we talked about what time? I think they're going to play at four and seven with the girls' games on Thursday for North County. you will see what Joe and I can do to bring you those games with the boys playing at 5:30 and 8:30 in the semifinals. While in Game Two, we already talked. To her it, we're going to get a victory here in Game One. Coach Cassie Scott will join me to talk about the victory during halftime of our second game with T going up against Cedar Shows in that one, buddy.
4: Yeah, they. You get to talk to both both coaches, and uh, let's just uh, count on both of them having a win, and I think that'll be big for them for both teams tonight. I think it's uh, – you know, I'm looking forward to it. Got a, a Georgia Mountain Official Association here tonight. A uh, little crowd flowing in. It's going to be interesting to see. You talked about it earlier. It's going interesting to see what kind of crowd is here tonight. Yep. You know, I think Cherokee Bluff, I've already seen several folks in purple showing up on both sides of the gym. Uh, Madison County is traveling pretty good. They've got a crowd here, not a crowd, but a few folks behind us. But I know Chester here in a little while should have a good crowd here for the second game tonight.
3: We are your home team for North Georgia Sports, 97.5 Glory FM. Join our back after this two-minute timeout to bring you more. As we count down a tip-off of this first game in the region, Eight quad-A basketball tournament, it is Cherokee Bluff taking on Madison County here on 97.5 Glory FM.
5: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable.
0: slash black and blue.
6: The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park serving Gainesville for over 60 years.
7: This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins.
3: It's exclusive coverage of the Region 8 Quad A basketball tournament. Joe Gailey, Mike Warford will be here for second round girls action. The home teams we'll call it here Chesapeake and Cherokee Bluff here in game one receive first round buys. All you need to do is win one game to go into the state playoffs while it was Madison County and Cedar Shows. Well, Cedar Shows played. Madison County had the knife also as they had a first round buy. The top three teams in the South Side had buys while it was Cedar Shows being second or back. On Friday, they had just that one game back right. on Friday, Joe. So, we got five teams region, four and five uh, played to get into this second round. So, I'm, well, my question was, okay, you haven't played in a week. Last time the Lady Bears played was last Tuesday mm-hmm. you know, in, against this Madison County team.
4: Well, sometimes that can leave you rusty. If you're banged up or nicked up a little bit, it's, it's good to have a little bit of a break because you can take a day or two off in there before you get back in the grind. Some coaches don't want that break. They want to get, keep playing, you know, every third day or whatever it is. Um, but, they, you know, some coaches like the break. I know it's probably been good for Emma Reynolds uh, with her knee, and uh, but I'm sure she's glad to be back out there too. And, uh, you know, talking to Coach Scott there before the game, went down and met with her to get her started. I said, you think you're ready? He said, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, she thinks they are. She said the girls were in a good mood in the locker room to get around school today. So that means a lot if they've had a good day at school, they're ready to play ball.
3: That's the thing about it, You're playing the, the early game here, as we call it here. But right. it's the record time of playing. Right, exactly. And, and exactly. so it's like the girls from Chesty, they're the ones that not really the same schedule. and mm-hmm. play at 7.30 the late game, but they, they get a chance to see what this first game is going to mm-hmm. take place here this evening. And for Coach Scott and her team, again, she is so loaded when it comes to the veteran players she has on her team, yeah. and then really the talented young players she has on this team.
4: Well, you know when you look at their players, Mike. She's got one, two, three, four, five. She's got six singles. Uh huh. Out of those six, Reagan Walker, Reagan Payne, a uh, really cleanup duty. I don't mean mean that in a sliding way, but lola Kate peck They they play at the end. Emma Reynolds. Uh, was a starter before her knee injury. She still plays in Carson Demars. The rest uh, are sophomores, uh, freshmen, and um, sophomores and freshmen, and one junior that play. So she's got a young group that's going to be coming up, and that uh, I think bodes well for for, uh, Cherokee Bluff over the next several years for Coach Cassie Scott.
3: And again, I'll call her my coach of the year. Uh, She is in an outstanding job taking over for Lindsey Justice here as a head girls basketball coach at Cherokee Bluff. Think about what she, she was on the squad last year. She was the assistant coach to Coach mm-hmm. Justice last year, yep. and that helps out too when you, you promote someone inside your program that has this kind of talent. Yeah,
4: she's familiar, as, as um, Steven clicks us on there. There um, we we'll go. The, um, as the, uh, having, having known the girls and all the personnel that you had last year and having those back and be able to go through spring, yep. summer, and early fall workouts until you get to the season, I think benefits them because they're familiar with Cassie Cassie's familiar with them, and I think that was a good thing for Cherokee Bluff. That's a good hire from everything I've heard from fans, uh, from other folks uh, in the Cherokee Bluff um, area, if you will. It was a really good hire. Uh, so I think, I think that consistency and everybody knew Cassie. She's done a good job with the girls.
3: All right, Joe just mentioned get Nathan getting the word out because we just got hooked up to War Eagle TV on YouTube as the Cherokee Bluff fans will be able to see this game Live on YouTube on War Eagle TV, you'll hear Joe and I bring you the play-by-play here for 97.5 Glory FM. We'll have both ends of the doubleheader so all the Cherokee Bluff fans can see the action and hear Joe and I the play-by-play right here on 97.5 Glory FM. And thanks to Kenny Hill, the athletic director at Cherokee Bluff, and working with him. And now in their sixth year of competition, and you see how this program continues to grow, Joe, they're on the south end of the county. We really see what, what they're going to be able to do in the future and here.
4: Really in every sport. You know, they had, had a, have had been competitive since uh, two years ago with volleyball. Uh, being been competitive with that. Uh, obviously, Coach Jeremy Kemp in baseball. Football has been competitive. Uh, after the, what, second year, they've been very competitive. Basketball has been competitive. And they're, they're just doing a really good job down in Cherokee Bluff for sure. You
3: no know doubt about it as we get ready for baseball season. Of course, the rain washed out everything today because Jeremy Kemp getting his team ready to go with the baseball team there. At Cherokee Bluff, and uh, we'll be telling you more about that later. I'm going to get ready. We'll have the starting lineups at tip-off for today's game. It's the Region 8 quarter a Basketball Tournament between the Lady Bears and Cherokee Bluff. And the girls from Madison County, we're back here this time out. getting ready for the tip-off on 97.5 Glory FM.
0: 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville-Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville-Gainesville.
5: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable.
0: To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue.
6: The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park serving Gainesville for over 60 years.
1: Broadcasting the excitement of local high school basketball, 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ presents the 2024 Region 8 Quad A Tournament. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Riverside Pharmacy, Siphon Logistics, and by Representative Lee Hawkins. It's time for the tip-off of today's game on 97.5 Gory FM WGTJ.
3: And we sit down from playing the National Anthem here from Chesapeake High School at the Lincoln Trail Center. And to bring you the play-by-play of game number one, with starting lineups, here's Joe Gailey.
4: All right, Mike, thank you, folks. Uh, welcome Get the Picture. Madison County down here to our right will be, will be playing right to left as we start the game. They'll be wearing their gray with white numbers, red trim. Coach Monty McClure, they come in the number three seed from the south side of 8 4 They'll be starting a junior, number one, Jordan Jones, a junior, number 11, Jordan Hall, a senior, number 12, Janiah Borders, a sophomore, number 21, Carly Brown, and a junior, number 23, Lily Pittman, as your starters for Coach Monty McClure's Lady Red Raiders. Now, for the Cherokee Bluff, Lady Bears, they're all in white with their purple trim. Cassie Scott's team, the number one seed on the north side of 8-4-A. They'll start a senior, number one, Carson DeMars. A sophomore, number three, Claire Carlson. A sophomore, number four, Audrey Graham. A freshman, number 13, Bristol Hirsch. And a senior, number 20, Caitlin Cook. They'll be going from left to right on your radio dial or as you look at it on War Eagle TV. From right to left. They're sitting down to my left, and welcome to everybody. hope oh, we'll appear for the 8 4 girls tournament from Chesterty High School.
3: And Joe now be at Cherokee Bluff tomorrow night for the second round boys games from Cherokee Bluff.
4: Officials assigned by the Georgia Mountain Officials Association, you have A.J. Sipsey, Greg Norton, and Rodney Osborne here tonight. Three veterans. Well, two veterans and a young guy. AJ's still fairly young because he's younger than I am. So, <laughs> get ready to play, making sure everybody's good. Got number 12. Janaya Borders will be jumping it for Madison County, and you'll have Claire Carlson will jump it for Cherokee Bluff here in the first quarter. There's the whistle. Referee steps in, and toss comes back. Carlson wins it. Back to Caitlin Cook. Cook. Over in the corner, gets it over to Kirsch. Kirsch goes up a little one on the baseline. Good. First points of the game. Quick. About six seconds in, Mike. Two-nothing. And they're going to press. One, two, two. Going to pick them up at midcourt. Pittman tries to go all the way across the Browns. She threw it too high. And it's out of bounds. It'll be Cherokee Bluff basketball. The Lady Bears trying to add to that 2-0 lead early here in the game. 7.42 in the game. Or in the first quarter, excuse me. Carlson brings it in the front court. Gives it over to Kirsch on the far side. Left wing to Cook on the near side. Cook dribbles with the left hand. Gives it back to Kirsch. 2-3 zone basically is what Madison's in. They might match it up when they get closer. two. Too- oh, that nice pass down low. Go inside to Car- Demars. Demars went up and got fouled.
3: And right now, 2-3 is the only way Madison County's going to be able to stay in this ballgame, Joe.
4: Yep, that foul was on Janai Borders. That's her first, and she- they can ill afford to have her get in foul trouble.
3: If yeah, she does get in foul trouble. It'll mm-hmm. be a great advance for the Lady Bears.
4: Demar's first free throw is long. She pushed up there a little hard and hit the back back rim and fell off. Second one by Carson. He's up. That one went in over the trickle over the front rim. Three-nothing now. Lady Bears in the lead. Far side. You got jordan hall bringing it up she throws it over the top gets it to jones jones gets trapped on the far side gets it back to hall hall on the right side she's going to take it all the way in goes up and over the top number 12 that's Borders. she got it got two rebounds goes up no good either one of them and then they get it back over there uh, audrey graham gets the rebound she gives it over to kirsch kirsch brings it up in a hurry in the front court gives it over to demar's back to kirsch kirsch thought about a three kicks it over to caitlin cook caitlin top of the key caitlin Crossover, dribble in the middle. She's got to get out. She gets it over to DeMars. DeMars back outside with 18 on the shot clock. This side to Boston, to Bristol Kirsch. I got one to call her Boston all the time, her older brother. 10 on the shot clock. Cook has it. Cook goes around. Looks. she thought about shooting it. Got to find somebody to shoot it. Four. Kirsch way outside. Shot a three. Hit the rim. No good. And Caitlin Cook's going to get it, but she fell down. That'll be a travel.
3: The big thing there is trying to split that zone, Joe, get maybe a mid-range shot. That wasn't there, and it couldn't get on the baseline. So you've got to be able to hit some threes.
4: Trying to get somebody a foot or two inside the free throw line to get a little turnaround jumper right there. And that's where they might have to go to Hallie Wilson here in just a few minutes and see what they do. Kick it over here to to Pittman. Pittman back over to Hall. Hall. That's going to be a 10-second violation in the backcourt. And good defense as they flew it back, and she... Dribble too long on this side. I'm with him. She, she could have brought it across midcourt and they didn't.
3: Well, Madison would say that wasn't 10 seconds. If
4: they look at the shot clock, it was. So got down to 24 pretty quick. It did. Yeah, 6 12 in the quarter. Kirsch has the basketball. Kirsch goes to DeMars. DeMars pulls up, goes up. They're going to be an offensive foul on DeMars as she runs over. Yeah, she ran over Lily Pittman who took the charge for Madison County. Sarah Blackman will come in the game. She's going to come in for Pittman, DeMar's first foul. One foul apiece now, Madison County, Jordan Hall brings it in, Jordan has it on the far side and then she gets it over here, Blackman back to Hall and they kick it over here to Brown. Carly Brown goes in, they go down low to number 12 borders. She goes up, there's gonna be a travel violation before the shot. And they're gonna go, Cherokee Bluff will have the basketball. They're walking it up. Claire Carlson, brings it across midcourt, gives it to Kirsch. Bristol on the near side. Brings it over here right in front of the official. She'll go to the far side to Caitlin Cook. Caitlin goes in the corner. Gave it off to Claire for a three. Over the rim, no good. Come in a hurry, that's gonna be Jones as she stepped on the sideline. Excuse me, Jordan Hall tried to push it in a hurry and Jordan stepped on the sideline. Good pressure that time from Kirsch as she was trying to run it up in a hurry to get something going. Three, nothing here. Lady Bears, 520 here in the first quarter. Caitlin Cook gets it over to Kirsch. Kirsch will dribble between the circles now. Now a one-three-one defense, almost a man defense, and that's gonna be Claire Carlson shoots another three off the mark. They're gonna come the other way as Jordan Hall gets the board. Jordan brings it up, passes it in the corner to Jones. Jones, a long three, knocks it down. Jordan Jones ties it with one shot at the 5.05 mark. Three to three now. she is still out front from Carlson. That's gonna be Jones with the steal. They give it over to Hall. Hall goes in the middle, throws it up, no good. Rebounded by the big girl. border she goes up, went for the shot, no good. And it's gonna be out of bounds without a foul on Carson to That's her second.
3: It's only a timeout from Coach Scott.
4: Kathy, uh, Callie Wilson will come in the game Forward to Mars now and get some size on the floor. Florida offset borders right now is what she's trying to do. They throw it in the corner to Jones. Jones comes in, a little six-footer, no good, and there's going to be a foul. I think on, nope, it's going to be on uh, Hallie Wilson, first on Hallie. And Joe, we have seen there.
3: how difficult, buddy, it is to be a team two straight games mm-hmm. at the seven-triple-a tournament at Pickens. The Dawson County boys have defeated Wesleyan.
4: First free throw by Jones is good. First lead of the game for Madison County, four to three, 4:44 in the quarter.
3: Give you an idea, Dawson lost by 20 points to Wesley back on Friday night. Second
4: free throw up, good. Five to three now. Madison County with a two-point lead. 4:40 left in the first quarter. Ball, Bristol Kirsch up at the top of the key. Looking for somebody to move. Now they're more almost, almost in the man-to-man defense as Madison County. They swapped around again, really covering up Carlson. They try to go down, the, and they get it to Graham. Graham goes in for a layup. Good.
3: Audrey with a good basket there.
4: Good basketball move. She's down on the blow block. She took a strong dribble inside her person and went in and got the layup. A little short one-footer right over the top of the rim. Come the other way. Carly Brown has it here in the corner. Throws it back outside to Jones. Jones gives it off the Hall. Hall dribbles between everybody, goes in the middle. She just really quick gets it down to Borders, Borders, trying to get rid of it. She finally does, way outside to Blackman. (coughs) Blackman throws it away. Carlson comes away with it. Carlson comes up the other way. She's going to pull it up now. Comes over this side to Graham. Graham tries to go inside to Hallie. Hallie Wilson gives it back out to Graham. Graham for three, no good. Off the rim, rebound on the other side. I think that's by Hall. It is. She loses control picked up there by Carly Brown, and then there's going to be a timeout, 30 seconds, by Coach Monty McClure, saw his girls were in trouble and uh, had it down about four more seconds. It would have been a, a jump ball situation, Michael.
3: And, Joe, you and I saw Madison County play North Hall. Remember, the Lady Red Raiders stayed in that ballgame for about two and a half, almost three quarters, mm-hmm. before North Hall was able to pull away there in the late going. We'll see what this first half, really well, what kind of ball game we're going to have here for Cherokee Bluff.
4: Well, I remember correctly, did we did we see them here this year? Oh, Madison that, County? Yeah. No, well, we saw them at North, North Hall. I, I, we saw them mm-hmm. at North Hall. We saw them there. And, uh, and, of course, they played uh, at uh, Cherokee Bluff. But, uh, you know, they, they, they play with folks two or three quarters, and they kind of give out a gas. I think it's because the bench is shallow. He really doesn't have a, a, lot, a lot of depth out there. He's got uh, one, two. We'll take it back. I'm trying to remember. Did we, did we see
3: thing. them here against Chesapeake? We may have, Joe. I you have to go have. back to my schedule look. I have
4: to look and see. All right. Uh, Madison County has the basketball. They get it up 22 now, 20 in the front court. Blackman over to Hall. Hall goes in the, in the Jones. She tries to go to Borders. Borders no good. Rebounded by number 35, Addie this Fitzpatrick. Get the offside rebound. And she went up strong. Addie Ray first basket, first appearance in the game for the Lady Red Raiders. Caitlin Cook now. Caitlin kicks it way outside to Graham. Graham thought about it. Gives it to Bristol. Kirsch on the far side. Dribbles out. She's going to kick it back out to Audrey. Graham goes inside to Caitlin. Caitlin crossover dribble. Ties to spin in the middle. Goes over the far side to Bristol. Bristol spots up. Shoot a three. Off the rim. No good. Rebound by Borders. Borders. Nice steal right there by Bristol. Yeah, an income, uh, no good as Borders uh, comes away with it. And got an offensive foul on Borders. And I thought he might call that. Borders came around with the elbow pretty hard on Bristol after the rebound. And so that's going to be a foul on number 12. And I think that's two on her. It is. So that'll be two on Borders. She'll have to come take a break, and you'll see Pittman come back in the game for Monty
3: McClure's Lady Raiders. Hey, and just definitely a teachable moment there for Borders, right mm-hmm. there. Just hey, keep your composure, be disciplined, not do that just at all. Hold
4: it. You don't have to sling your elbow. Come back around there. If she slings it up, high and hits him in the nose, that's a flagrant. curse for three short. Rebound tipped up there as uh, number 11, Emory Jones, in the game for Cherokee Bluff. No good. Well, Out front, going to be stolen away by Jordan Hall. Jordan in a hurry. Tries to over this side. She gets it to Jones. Jones kicks it back outside. Got Fitzpatrick for three. No good. Rebound by Wilson. Wilson kicks it over to Carlson. Carlson will run it up for 222. Quick pass up to Cook. Cook for the lamp. No good. Rebound on the floor. It's going to be a hell ball between Cook and Lily Pittman.
3: To go to Madison.
4: And it will be Madison County basketball. First hell ball, unlike the game we had the other night, Mike. They had like 37 in it.
3: Yeah. But this one see what they're going to do without borders in the game.
4: Jordan Hall gives it over to Sarah Blackman. Sarah brings it up. They get it up in plenty of time. Back over to Jones. Back to Hall. In the corner to Fitzpatrick. Over on the far side to Blackman for three. She knocks it down. Another three-pointer. 10 to 5. Your score. Madison County. Claire Carlson will bring it up. Gives it to the far side to Bristol Curse. Bristol will look. She's going to take it to the middle. Give it over to this side to Emery. Emery Jones will take a short jumper off the front rim. No good. They'll come in a hurry. Jordan Hall will push it. Jordan kicks it over to this side to Jones. Jones far side over the top of the head of Addie Rayfish. packet it a little high for Addie Ray. A 30-second timeout by Cassie Scott. A good timeout for her also. 136. They're down five. Lady Red Raiders 10. Lady Bears, five here with 136 remaining in the first quarter.
3: Well, again, for the Bears, though you want know, to take advantage of Borders being on the bench right now because mm-hmm. everything revolves around her offensively for Madison County.
4: For sure. You definitely want to take advantage of it. And uh, I think with Wilson in the game, they can do that, but they just got to get the ball down to her on the low block and let her do some magic down there. Yep.
3: 136. Probably, but Baldwin's going to be a big thing for the Bears against this defense for Madison County.
4: For sure, they'll take it out on the far side. Cherokee Bluff, after they miscue by Madison County, will take it out. Carlson will throw it into Kirsch. Kersh will bring it into the front court. 134 left in the first period. 10 to 5 is score. Lady Red Raiders with a five-point advantage. Putting Wilson at the tie post now. Caitlin Cook, right wing with the basketball. Caitlin. Dribbles towards the top of the key. 20 on the shot clock. She'll pull it back out. That zone might be hindering them pretty bad right there. Caitlin takes it all the way. She goes in. Layup good. She kind of fall back there and throws it up with that left hand. She's kind of patented that move with the left hand off the glass right there. 10-7. Now you're Blackman with the basketball. She goes back over to Hall. Hall back to Blackman. Blackman back to Hall. Far side on the right wing. Hall back to Blackman. Left wing. Left wing for three. That's Blackman. She shot it. They caught it, that's Fitzpatrick, goes into Jones. Jones goes up, she's going to be fouled by Hallie Wilson. That's two on Hallie.
3: And that happens with Wilson sometimes. Yep.
4: Wrong place at the wrong time for her. Might've been the right place, she just fouled her out there. And we're going to have two shots and then Audrey Graham will come back in for the Lady Bears. First free throw by Jones is up and good. Now Audrey Graham will come in for Hallie Wilson.
3: Again, as we speak on the other side of the region, North is playing Walnut Grove right now.
4: Mm-hmm. Shot by Jones up off the rim, no good. Rebounded by Emory Jones. Emory, nice job on the rebound. Throws it out there kind of haphazardly, but Caitlin Cook comes away with it. Caitlin with the basketball. She thought about dribbling all the way in. Now she takes it in a little bit more. See what Caitlin's going to do. She's trying to take it herself. Gets it over to Audrey. Audrey's going to shoot a three. Good. There we go. Audrey Graham ties it. Or excuse me, now it's 11 to 10. Madison County, that made a free throw a minute ago. Real that with five. Wide open three, she knocked it down. 25 left, no shot clock now. 23, 22, 21 left in the quarter. Blackman with the basketball. Blackman back over to, to Hall, to Blackman to Hall. Hall over to the right-hand side from where we're sitting, of uh, the mid-court circle. And we're gonna wait till about three seconds. Now they're gonna run it with four. Back over to Hall. Hall's going to shoot about a 30-footer off the rim. No good. 11-10, Madison County after one.
3: And we're back to the second quarter of our first girls game here on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV.
7: This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins.
3: We get ready for quarter number two here on 97-5 Glory FM.
4: Madison County comes out of the huddle. Cherokee Bluff comes out of the huddle. It'll be Cherokee Bluff's basketball to start the second quarter. 11 10 Madison County with a slim one-point lead. Let's see if they can get into a little bit of a rhythm. That's, uh, Madison County doing a good job on that zone defense so far, and they'll come out, looks like playing it again in this quarter. Caitlin Cook has it on the near side. She'll dribble to the top of the key. Caitlin will take it in. She'll dribble back over to the near side. Caitlin tracks it down to the baseline, gets it back over to Audrey. Audrey for a wide-open three look. No, it got stuck between the rim and the backboard. That'll be a jump ball, and it'll be Madison County's basketball, and I don't know who's going to jump up there and grab it. It's not going to be me. They said they don't have another basketball, so they're like, "Mm, okay. There they come on the far side down there. They've got a basketball. They'll throw it down there and let them knock it out. I know I tried to do this and embarrass myself one time. I tried to do it, and... And uh, did it threw it up there two or three times and finally got him out. There we go. He got that one out and two two tries, which was good. They will throw it in down on the far side. Reset the shot clock. Madison County will throw it in.
3: so quickly on this is a tournament at the 1. North Hall 13, Walnut Grove 12. Good deal.
4: They, um, I'm sorry, top of key. Jones has the basketball. Jones for Madison County has it with 15 on the shot clock. Gives it over to Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick dribbles on the right side and then they throw it right at the feet of Streetman and Streetman loses it out of bounds. it will be Madison County's basketball. That's where Ch- uh, Cherokee Bluffs got to take advantage, Mike, on these turnovers and get some points off these turnovers. Absolutely. 11, at 11 10. Caitlin Cook over to Curse. Curse back to Cook. Far side, left wing. Back to Curse. Over here on the right side. Back to Cook. Cook looking for something to happen inside. Nothing going on. Gives it to Emery. Emery Jones, baseline jumper, no good. Rebound on the far side. That's going to be by Blackman. Blackman gets it. Gives it over to Hall. Hall's going to bring him up in a hurry. Hall goes by everybody. She'll pull it back out. Back out. To, oh, partially blocked by Claire Carlson. Carlson goes in a hurry. Carlson had a big lead there trying to get a layup good. She misses the layup but got fouled hard as she went up for it by number 35, I believe. Yeah, number 35, Addie Ray Fitzpatrick, her first first foul. First team of the second quarter. Carlson with the block on the shot from Blackman and then she streaked down the court. The loose ball was able to get tossed up to her and the first free throws No good. Gotta hit those easy ones as I always say. Pittman comes back in for Straightman for Madison County. And Carly Brown's going to come in for Fitzpatrick. And then Brooklyn Phillips will come in for Audrey Graham for Cherokee Bluff.
3: We've been working on things behind the is What, the second trip to the free throw line for the Bears? hmm Second trip, 0 for 3 so far. Second one's good.
4: No, nope, 2 for 4, excuse yeah, me. 2, two for, for 4, four now, five. yeah. Hit the second one on both of them, both no trips there. Now they'll bring it up. It is 11-11, all knotted, knotted again, just as we started, 6.39 in the quarter. Hall on the far side, beats Cook, gets it over to this side to Brown. Brown shoots the ship, tipped way outside. Blackman's going to come away, at, away with it. Blackman gets it back out to Hall. Hall has it. She dribbles around this side, tries to go inside, does. Knocked away by Claire Carlson. And then, and then knocked away by Madison County. They'll come up. Jones will go for the layup and good. Two good defensive plays, and Jones, Jordan Jones from Madison County gets the layup, makes it a little 13-11. Caitlin Cook brings it up. She has it in the front court. Caitlin goes on the far side to Bristol. Bristol Kirst thought about going baseline. She dribbles back out, gives it to Brooklyn. Now Claire Carlson has it. Claire, top of the key. Now they're playing a 1-2-2 matchup, matchup for a man right there out of the zone. Kirst going to take it in. She goes up. She gets fouled, threw it up, and it's going to be... They'll shoot two. Bristol Kirsch did a good job fouls going to be on number 11. Jordan Hall, her first, team second in this quarter.
3: I don't think you can tell if you drive with the basketball, you go get a foul called in this ballgame.
4: Mm-hmm. Got to take it to the rack.
3: Bristol Kirsch's first
4: trip to the line tonight. Her first one's up. Rolls around, had to utilize a lot of the rim, but it went in Hallie Wilson. Coach Scott taking a chance on her in the second quarter, putting it in for Emory Jones. See what Hallie can do here. Stay out of foul trouble. She's got two. Curse with her second of two. Trying to tie it up. Shot up. In and out. Wilson gets the rebound. Goes up good. Good, good job, Hallie Wilson. Tipped it. She went up just enough. Tipped it with one hand. Got control. Shot it. 14-13. Lady Bears with a one-point lead.
3: This will be a three-point play.
4: Hall brings it up. Dribbles are on the left side, trying to go against Brooklyn. She goes in. She stops him. That is, oh, my. They call a foul on Hallie. Hallie was straight up. I tend to disagree with that one for
3: sure. That's three. Yep. And she's got to come out now. Mm.
4: Yep, I disagree with that one. I thought Hallie was straight up on that one. But either way, Jordan Jones is going to go to the free throw line and shoot two. I think, Joe's a lot of fun.
3: I think Mr. Borders, Borders' dad's sitting right in front of Joe from Madison County. No, not front, but behind. Behind you, anyway, he's close to Joe.
4: Yeah. All right, so Hallie comes out, and Emma Reynolds is getting the game. Emma comes in for the Lady Bears. Second one by Jones is long. Rebound on the far side by Kirsch. Kirsch takes it. She brings it up the left side in a hurry. Pulls it back. Gives it over to Audrey, or Claire, back to Bristol. Bristol has it. Gives it this side to Caitlin Cook with 25. Caitlin, thought about going in the middle. Kicks it this side to Brooklyn. Brooklyn Phillips at the top to Bristol. Bristol thought about a three. They're playing off of them a little bit. Bristol comes in, and she got pushed down. Good call right there. That foul on number 11, Jordan Hall, and that's two on Jordan Hall.
3: And Joe, I mentioned before the game began, a different group of officials are over at Madison County. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think they had to get used to the Georgia Mountain officials, Joe. Mm
4: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when you go from letting them play more like college ball to where they're playing like high school, like you ought to be calling it's nice to
3: absolutely.
4: They come the other way, and it'll be a turnover, and that will be Madison County's basketball. Madison County will throw it in. And get it over to number twenty one, Carly Brown. Carly Brown will bring it up. Carly. Brings it against Brooklyn Phillips. They're playing man-to-man, picking up at midcourt. Gives it over here to this side to Avery Bailey. Bailey dribbles around the far side. Offensive foul on called on number 21, Carly Brown, for an illegal screen. That's Carly's first in the team. 4th uh, He'll shoot the one-and-one one on the next one. 4.55 here in the quarter. Second quarter action. 14-13 Lady Bears. Region 8-4-A girls tournament. Second round. Kaitlin Cook looking through an alley to get down there. Gets it off to Kirsch. Kirsch wheels in the middle. A 13-footer. Goes in. Hit both sides of the rim and fell in. Good
3: shooter's roll right there. That's that mid-level shot we are talking about Joe, they got to get. Shot
4: it just inside the free throw line from about 13 feet. Knocked it down. And come the other direction. And give it off to Blackman. Blackman comes over here to Jones. Jones has it. Gives it back over to Bailey. Bailey gets it over this side to Blackman for three. In and out. Rebound. Knocked away. Who picks it up? Caitlin Cook's on there. She's one of them. Dayton Cook and Sarah Blackman are the two on the floor, and it will be Madison. Madison, that's going to be uh, Cherokee Bluffs basketball. Okay. All right. Uh, Jania Borders comes back in the game for Madison County, and let's see who else comes in the game. Not, uh, uh, I'm looking at only four, four white jerseys. No, there's five. The one was hidden down there. gray Graham's back in the game. That's who's out there. And go to Claire Carlson, far side. Claire beats her man, goes in, layup, no good. Rebound. There's Brooklyn Phillips. Brooklyn got it back over to Claire. Claire to Bristol for three. Bristol in and out, no good. Rebounded by Borders. Borders has it. She gets it over to, to Jones. Jones is going to bring it up. Jones you run it up. Now she'll slow down right there across midcourt. it by Carlson with 342. Carlson going to be a foul on carlson good call by the official you carlson can see right
3: one. now joe excuse me buddy they're, they're trying to defense these guards to keep the ball from getting into mortars
4: yes they are and you'll have emory jones coming back in the game for the lady bears coming in for reynolds and fitzpatrick coming back in for bailey for madison county they will not shoot free throws that's only the second team foul yeah, it'll be out of bounds. Madison County under their own basket. 340 in the quarter. <clears throat> now they got a discrepancy at the,
3: the scores table yeah,
4: here. Yeah, scores. Let's make sure the score table is right because it was 14-13. They hit a made 16-13 is the score. And now you've got number three, Sarah Blackman, comes out for Carly Brown for Madison County. Throw it in on the far side. Gets it in to Pittman. Pittman. Pittman, top of the key. Gets it over to Jordan Jones. Jordan Jones kicks it back. Gives it over to Pittman. Pittman, top of the key. Gives it to Borders. Borders way outside on the right wing. Looks for help. Finds Carly Bowen. Carly Brown. Excuse me. Carly with that. 7-6 on the clock. Gives it over to Blackman. Blackman drives to the basket. Misses it. And Emory, Emory Jones comes away with the rebound. Bristol Kirsch gives it back over to... to Carlson for three off the rim, no good. Tipped up high by Emery, but come away with by Carly Brown. Carly almost stolen. There's going to be a foul on number three. Claire Carlson her second. So getting a little foul trouble is Demars, Carlson, and Hallie Wilson all have three for the Lady Bears. Caitlin Cook will have to come back in. She'll come in for Claire right here. I'm sure she does.
3: Me right here, guilty to. Cook the entire ball game if you can to let her run the offense.
4: Jordan Hall is going to come back in for Monty McClure. 303 left here in the quarter. Jones will come back in for Addie Ray Fitzpatrick. Madison County dribbles up. Get another shot of my four second. Coke that throat. Jordan Hall with the basketball right side against Caitlin Cook. Brings it over to the near side. Hands it off to Jones, Jones goes from left to right. Backs it back out by Cook. Cook trying to play defense, she beat her, Jones did. She gives it in the corner over here to Pittman. Pittman for three, no good, rebounded by Cook. Cook, she's gonna bring it up the right side. Goes in a hurry, gets it to Graham. Graham almost walked going to say she did. She walked with the basketball. Good defense right there by Jones because she was right there with her. When she came down with it, she took the two and one more. And uh, that that caused the walking. Good defense by Jordan Jones from Madison County.
3: But watch Cook on defense on Oregon TV. What she does is amazing.
4: Lily Pittman gets it in to Jordan Hall. Jordan Hall dribbles up the far right side. Jordan kicks it over in the corner to Brown. Carly Brown, top of it to Jordan Jones. Jones for three off the backboard. No good. Oh, good job. Good position by Lily Pittman. Got the offensive rebound, went up and got fouled. Number 13, Bristol Kirsch, her first of the night.
3: And the Bears have got to prevent the Red Raiders from getting second-chance opportunities. But they'll
4: be shooting two. That'll be 23. Lily Pittman at the line, 4-2. Lily goes up. Gets the ball, dribbles twice, spins. Shot is up. Good. 16-14 now. Lady Bears with a little two-point lead here. 2-20 left in the first half.
3: And you're playing for a trip to the state tournament.
4: Second free throw, front rim bounced in. 16-15, one point advantage for the Lady Bears. Kirsch with the basketball, got the inbounds pass from Brooklyn Phillips. Kirsch with the basketball gets it over to Phillips. Phillips looking on the far side, on the left wing, gets it back out to Caitlin Cook. Caitlin with 23 on the shot clock. Caitlin drives to the basket, pulls up from 12, shot no good, tip back out. Two, t- two tips got it out there to Kirsch. Kirsch has it. Almost had it stolen. Then she almost throws it away and does. Jordan Jones comes away with it. Jordan, nice quickness right there by the junior. Gets it over here to, to Jordan Hall, another junior. Hall, the quick one, goes in there in a hurry, goes up for the shot, and there's going to be a foul on number two, Brooklyn Phillips. Her first, and they'll go to the line for two. I tell you what, that little Jordan Hall is quick and yes, forces the is. action. She pushes it, pushes it, forces the action, and she'll be at the line for her third time tonight if I count it right. First free throw by Jordan Hall, the junior, with number 11. Good. It's tied at 16 now. We were tied at zero, tied at 11. Now we're tied at 16. <coughs> Second one by Hall is good. You'll have Sarah Blackman. Layla Streetman coming back in the game for Borders and Paul.
3: It's been a game of streaks so far here in the first half.
4: Yes, has. Yes. Excuse me.
3: So Cherokee Bluff will have the ball. You see going into the forecourt.
4: Caitlin Cook has it. Far side to Kirsch. Kirsch has the basketball. Goes inside to Cook. Cook over the top to Jones. Jones a short jumper, good on from the baseline. Emory Jones knocks it down from about four foot on the baseline on this side. Nice job by Cherokee Bluff that time. They bring it down. Going to be Hall or Hall, Jones out front. Jones goes in for a shot off balance. Shot a left, hit the rim, no good. He'll come back the other way. Kirsch has it. Kirsch comes in a hurry. Nice quick pass into Phillips. Phillips goes up and one. Nice in between two gray jerseys from Kirsch to Phillips. She went in, got hit as she went up, continued with the left hand, got the layup to go in, and the foul. So she'll be trying to finish out the old-fashioned three-point play with Brooklyn Phillips.
3: You love that assist, she just committed. There mm-hmm. that was a great pass.
4: Great pass. Brooklyn bends the knees, goes up. Rebound by Emory Jones. Emory gets it out there to Bristol, Curtis on the far side. Emory gets it out to, on the far side to, Graham Graham to Brooklyn and Brooklyn travels with the basketball out front. Good defense again by Jordan Jones.
3: Joe, halftime score over at North Oak County. Walnut Grove now with 28-24 lead over North Hall. And they played last Tuesday. Walnut Grove winning by a point.
4: They, uh, and I'm talking to Coach Smallwood for North Hall. The assistant coach, they started out a little slow, but they're in it now. They're down four, so they got to get going here in the second half because North Hall. All right. Jones, back here at Chester T, Madison County, Cherokee Bluff. Give it over to Blackman. Blackman throws it over here to to Streetman. They go inside. That was number 21. I believe Carly Brown with a layup. She went in the baseline, got it, dribbled it up. Another 2019 year score. Lady Bears in the lead. They kick it out to Kirsch In the corner to Graham. Graham tried to go baseline, threw it out to Cook. Cook dribbling around there's a lot of dribbling don't need to be happening right now they ought to be passing the basketball a bit more and they're not another takeaway by madison county madison county goes in a hurry jordan jones in the corner far side with one second shot up no good and the shot that'll end it 20 to 19 at the half the lady bears with a one-point lead
3: they have the lead coming up next here on 97.5 glory fm and warrigal tv we'll hear from coach Shutton shirley as he gets ready to preview tonight's second game between Chester T And senior shows that comes up in two minutes as you're tuned to the Region 8 Quad A Basketball Tournament on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV.
5: Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable.
0: slash black and blue.
6: The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park serving Gainesville for over 60 years.
7: This is Representative Lee Hawkins, You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins.
1: it's halftime. It's time for a look back at the first half and what's ahead for the second half. Now back courtside with Mike Wofford.
3: And welcome back to the Lincoln Trail Center at Chessity High School. You're seeing the action on Oregon TV and here again on 97.5 Glory FM. I'm Mike Wofford joined here at halftime by Sutton Shirley, the head coach of the defending eight quad A champion, Chessity Lady War who will play game two this evening. Sutton, here you are getting a chance to watch the game, getting ready for you. Tell me about the Give me a, a preview of tonight's game with Cedar Cedars.
2: Um, Cedar's got uh, some. They've got a, a really talented guard uh, and, a, and a couple bigs. They're, they're definitely bigger than us. Um, they play at fast pace. Um, so we're, we're going to have to be disciplined um, and, and really execute our game plan and, and our X's and O's to uh, make sure that we're successful tonight.
3: I know we've got the top four seats on each side competing here tonight to advance on to the state playoffs and go to the North Oconee on Thursday. If you win this ball game, like like Cherokee bluff would be we'd be coming up on Thursday to bring everybody the play-by-play for 97.5 Glory FM. Tell me about the reason you won the game last Tuesday, over Red Cedar.
2: Um, we, we shot the ball really, really well. We started off strong um, and, and we put a put a little pressure on them um, and really got off to a really good start and. When, your first, when the first three of the game goes in, it gets very contagious, uh, yes. and, and we kind of started rolling. Uh, Caroline hit a three to start it out 10 seconds into the game, and then from there uh, it, it was a good night for us.
3: So I always say defense wins championships. I bet the defense to, to stop senior shows tonight.
2: Yes, sir. Uh, we, we, we mixed it up a little bit on Tuesday, uh, partially to throw a little wrinkle because uh, we knew we were going to have them in the, in the first round of the region tournament. Um, but we we were able to frustrate them um, by mixing up our different looks and, and so. And we played a lot of a lot of kids, more kids than we normally do, um, to try to keep everybody fresh and really push the tempo. Uh, and it made them a little uncomfortable, and it was good for us. All right, so
3: tell me about the, the playoffs. We were... There at North Oconee on Thursday. If you win this ball game, what time do we play on Thursday?
2: So if we win tonight, we will be playing at 4 o'clock at North Oconee and we'll play the winner of Walnut Grove North Hall. I think it was 28-24 Walnut at half of Correct. that game. Um, and then it, the winner of this Cherokee Bluff-Madison game will play the winner of North Oconee and East Forsyth, East Forsyth at uh, 7 o'clock that night.
3: Right. We'll be there both of those games then. All right, the big question is, do we play next Tuesday in the first round of the state play? or we win
2: tonight? Yeah, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir that'll be when the first round is unless that whoever we're playing has their boys in as well there's the option of moving that to wednesday if if the school's got a double header um but hopefully we will uh, avoid that and be back here
3: you know the one thing i hate is having all of our teams here locally advanced state playoffs and us, you know broadcast one of the games because everybody plays at the same time so is it girls one night boys the next time
2: yes sir i, I think uh traditionally if there's not both boys and girls teams there. And first round for girls will be Tuesday. First round for boys will be Wednesday in most cases. Okay. And we'll see how far
3: we can advance. Last year, make it to the quarterfinal round of the state playoffs. This team, we all know, it revolves around Riley back. The big question is the other girls and what they've got to do to win the ball game tonight.
2: Yes, sir. Um, and we've really tried to emphasize um, we, we want to get paint touches on offense, and, and a lot of time that involves Riley. Uh, and then if there's two or three, in the paint as well we need to get kicks and, and we shoot the ball a whole lot better when it's a paint touch to a kick out than when we're just moving it around the perimeter so really our, our focus for for all of our kids is to get the ball in, into the paint and if we have a good look to shoot it but if not kick out because there's got to be somebody open around us and, and we've been doing a pretty good job of spacing the floor and having opportunities for those kick outs.
3: I love the kind of basketball something I really do we talked to Sutton sure, with the head girls basketball coach here at Chesney the regular season champions. This lost that one game, to this Cherokee Bluff team. Tell me real quick about your idea. What do you think about this first half? What the Bluffs got to do to win the, the ball game tonight?
2: Cherokee Bluff is super, super talented. Um, they, they've got a lot of depth. Um, I, I'm surprised they, uh, they haven't pressured a little bit more. I thought that they would be pressuring it a little bit more mm-hmm. um, against Madison. Um, and it, I think that we will probably see a little more of that in the second half and then maybe force some turnovers and get them moving in transition a little bit.
3: Love to see him play you again for maybe a region championship coming up on, on Friday be, be good from this standpoint, Sutton.
2: As long as I'm playing at 7 o'clock on Friday, I'll, I'll invite whoever whoever else will join us. And
3: think about it, you get to play for basketball next week. That's the fun part. But if you can win tonight, which I'm expecting you to do, buddy. Yes, sir, I hope so. All right, buddy, appreciate it very much. Sutton Shirley, the head girls basketball coach here at Chester High, Get ready for the second game. Coming up next, the second half of our ball game between Cherokee Bluff and Madison County here on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV.
5: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable.
0: To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue.
6: The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park serving Gainesville for over 60 years. It's
1: time for the second half of our game on ninety-seven-five Glory FM.
3: And back here at Chester High School for the second half of our first game between Cherokee, Bluff and Madison County. Joe is back getting ready for the second half.
4: Madison County, Jordan Jones had eight. Sarah Blackman had three. Jordan Hall, two. Carly Brown, two. Lily Pittman, two. And Addie Fitzpatrick, two. They were seven of ten from the free-throw line. Two three-pointers. Cherokee Bluff. DeMars with one, Phillips with two, Claire Carlson one, Graham five, Jones two, Kirsch two, five, Cook two, Wilson two. Uh, they were three of seven from the line and one three pointer. So they got to, I think, that they need to um, pass the basketball a bit more, does uh, Cherokee Bluff this half. They come out, starters back in the game. You got, they go on the far side to get it over to Jordan Jones. She comes in the middle, kicks it over on the near side to Brown, back to Hall. Top of the key. Hall. Mouse pass right in the middle. Pittman. Pittman over the top to Borders. Borders. A little two-footer in the middle. Rolls off the rim. Rebound down there. Going to be between Borders and Carson DeMars. And it'll be Cherokee Bluff basketball. Cherokee Bluff. Yes, DeMars throws it in. Gets it over to Claire Carlson. Carlson brings it up. So he comes and brings it across into the front court. Left-handed pass, almost threw it out of bounds over here to curse gets over to Cook. Cook, left-handed shot on the baseline, no good. Tipped out of there, comes away with it. That's going to be Hall. Hall for Madison County in a hurry. Weaving in and out of the white jerseys. Pulls up from 14, throws it up there, no good. Rebound as Cook is pushing everybody out of there. Let's see who the foul's on. And Borders goes down. She's rolling over, holding her knee. Oh, oh, that's not good. Oh, man. Foul's on number one, two. And the I'm not so fast, Borders. I think it is. Yeah. If it is, that's Janai. Yeah. And one of the Cherokee Bluff girls was blocking her out. So Trainer and Coach Clark, Coach Manny McClure, are back on the court now with Janai. Janai came down and she's holding her knee. Oh man. Hope she's all right. This time of year, late in the season, kid goes down with an injury. Might wow. I know you and I both kind of cringe because we hate it for the kids as much as anything. Regardless of who they play for, I just hate for a kid that loves and enjoys playing basketball and.
3: And it's just so easy. We it hear is. from NGPG mm-hmm. Ortho and Sports Men's how easy it is to hurt a knee. Mm-hmm.
4: It is. She had the trainer out there working with her. And she just turned the wrong way, Joe, did I, I think that's what it kind of got caught up as her and, and Caitlin both kind of went to the floor. Caitlin was, had her back to her, was kind of blocking her out. And she looked like Caitlin stepped back to punch the ball towards a teammate on the rebound. And when they did, they just both kind of fell. And so, boom, if Caitlin fell on her, that can easily happen. And she's... Working with the knee now, bending the leg up and down, and seeing what to do. Now the trainer and coach McClure is going to help her up, she is favoring that leg. as one put one person on each side? She will not be touching that left right leg on the on the floor. Oh, man. And you'll have Layla's treatment will come off, and you'll have looks like that'll be um, Janice's family, probably sisters, going down to check on her.
3: I'll save a prayer for her. Uh, they're
4: taking her on down back in the back, night. Oh man! Yeah,
3: that's not good. Yeah. God bless her.
4: Mm. We'll be with her, that's for sure. Streetman, Layla Streetman will come back in the game for Madison County. And the foul was on Borders. That was her third. I think that part's irrelevant right now. And he's going to wait. Good job by the referee right there. He be told, close, told, we'll the, ball, told the assistant, he said, hey, I'm going to wait on, on Coach to get back out here. And uh, the assistant got everything under control back in the back. Coach McClure will come back out here with him and uh, he's clapping his hands trying to keep his girls into it. Good job by Coach McCoy right there. Cherokee Bluff will need to take advantage of this with Borders not in the game right here for sure. Kirsch has it, gives it over to Carlson. Carlson, top of the key, gives it to Caitlin Cookie. She tries to go in the middle. She loses the basketball and it's gonna be a hell ball between her and Carly Brown. That any be Madison County's basketball.
3: Well now Cherokee Bluff's gotta attack the inside without yeah. Borders in the ball game.
4: Exactly, exactly. All right. Jordan Hall has the basketball. The speedster from Madison County. She'll bring it up. She brings up in the front court, passes over here to Brown. Brown tries to throw it away, and Carlson steps it away. Carlson in a hurry to Kirsch. Goes a little high. Kirsch behind the back. Oh, my goodness, layup good. Wow, what a move. If you saw that on War Eagle TV,
3: one dribble, a went play.
4: behind the back and got the layup with one step. Oh, my goodness, wow. what a play. Bristol Kirsch gives the lady... War Eagles. I had to think there for a second after that amazing play. What well, they put on ESPN, buddy? You know exactly. That, that's one of those top ten highlight plays. Absolutely. Jones way outside, or that was uh, Hall for way outside three-pointer, no good. But it's off of Cherokee Bluff out of bounds.
3: The thing about now with the Raiders, they have to be really careful with the borders. That a lot of times you get a mm-hmm. shock factor.
4: Yep, exactly. Sarah Blackman will come in the game. She'll come in for Carly Brown, Jordan Hall. Will throw it in. She's going to throw it here in the corner to Blackman, who will shoot a three off the rim. Almost went in. Hall comes down with it, and they're going to call a traveling violation. And she fell to the floor, just like that against Cherokee. Above uh, uh, there uh, in the first uh, half.
3: You, son, if there's any way Stephen McIntyre of Eagle TV can get that player out right there to ESPN, you're going to see that worldwide. Right.
4: That was that was an amazing play. Really, really nice play by Bristol Kirsch to get the pass from Claire Carlson and get the layup to go down. 22-19, 605 here in the third quarter. Kirsch to Carlson, top of the key. Two three zones, what Madison County's play but They kind of match up when her girl gets the basketball. Now they come out into men, Down on the block, down this one, Caitlin Cook into the corner. Caitlin dribbles into the middle, throws it back to Kirsch. Kirsch, she's gonna go one-on-one. She loses control. Hall knocks it away, then Jones. Jones has it in the front court. Jones waits it, gets it to Hall. Hall. Now she pulls it back out between the circles. He's waiting, gives it to Blackman, left side, three-pointer, no good. Rebound by Caitlin Cook. Caitlin going to come in a hurry, gives it to Carlson. Carlson, she's going to go up with the left hand, layup, good. She faked the pass with her right hand, cut it back in the left, and went up with the layup, nice. Layup right there by Claire Carlson, the sophomore. And
3: you know? Sh- they shoot with the left hand so good, Joe. You
4: know, Coach uh, Sutton Shirley has got to be pleased with his sophomore right there and the way she's handling about. So That ball gets knocked away from Hall. Carlson comes away with it. Carlson comes in, goes up for the shot. She's fouled
3: by Lily Pittman. Carlson will be at the line for two. I think you Coach Cassie Scott at Cherokee Bluff here with that big basket there. Mm-hmm. So
4: Carlson will be at the line. The sophomore averaging 12 points a game. Will shoot her first free throw. Up, in and out, no good, rebound. Was off. they will come back and do it again. Emory Jones will come into game. Emory comes in for Audrey Graham. Yep. One more shot for Claire Carlson. Claire dribbles twice, shots up. Good, nothing to middle on the second one. 24, 25, 19, 5.05 in the quarter.
3: Their biggest lead, Joe.
4: Yep. Hall with the basketball. She'll dribble it up and she trots it up now into the front court. 4.58 now in the quarter. Over to Jones, back to Hall. Hall thought about it, goes far side to Blackman. Back to Hall, Hall to Jones. Jones goes down on the baseline to Streetman. Streetman wants to go up, is stolen there by Carson DeMars. DeMars gives it over to, <coughs> excuse me, Jones. Jones back to Cook. Cook brings it up in a hurry in the front side. Gives it off to DeMars. Free throw shot, go! Flat from the 15-footer, knocks it down to Carson DeMars. 27-19,
3: full timeout. We'll take it with them. We're back in one minute from Chessy High School with the Region 8 Quality Tournament here on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV.
7: This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins.
3: Eight-point lead for the Lady Bears at Cherokee Bluff. Largest of the night, I think, isn't it, Michael? Yes. 27-19,
4: 431 and a quarter. Lily Pittman will throw it in to Jordan Hall from Madison County. Hall will dribble up into the front court, trots it up. 2-1-2 zone now by the Lady Bears. And give it over to Hutch Jones. She goes to the far side. Blackman's going to try a three off the back rim. No good. Rebounded by Kirsch. Kirsch dribbles up against pressure from Blackman. Goes over to Cook, tries to go down in a hurry to Emory Jones. It's off her fingertips. And Pittman tried to rescue it there, save it from Madison County. Went off her fingertips out of bounds. It'll be Cherokee Bluffs basketball with 409 in the quarter. DeMars will throw it in. Looks underneath. Throws it right in to back out to Carlson. Carlson takes it in. She's going to kick it back out to Kirsch. Kirst thought about a three. She'll go in, kicks it back out to Cook. Cook, good 21. Far side. Carlson, three. Good. Been waiting on that one, Joe. Claire Carlson, 30-19. Double-digit lead for the Lady Bears now, 30-19. to Hall, the catalyst of this team, brings it up. The other catalyst borders as she tries to go up high and throw it away, does Blackman. Almost intercepted, but they get it back. Streetman has it. Gives it over here to Blackman. Blackman goes up, up and under. Nice move, but misses the layup. Streetman gets the rebound. Kicks it out to Hall. Hall for three. No good. Rebound by Claire Carlson. Claire comes in a hurry. She's going to try and go around everybody. She does. Goes up for the shot. No foul. Called it out of bounds. Off of Gray, off of Madison County. And it will be Cherokee Bluffs basketball.
3: And Madison's in a big drought right now, scoring yep. here in the... Well, they
4: haven't have scored in the whole quarter, Michael. Yep. And Chester T, uh, Cherokee Bluffs, I scored scored 10 to nothing in this quarter. And get it into Cook in the corner. Cook, weaves with 23, gets it over to 2, Carlson for 3, good! Claire Carlson is on fire, folks. She hit another one. Had one in the first half now, two more, that's three for Claire. Back to back. 33-19, opened up the 14-point lead, knocked away by Kirsch way out front. That's Brooklyn Phillips will check in, Hallie Wilson will check in, for the Lady Bears, Addie Ray Fitzpatrick will check in for the Lady
3: Red Raiders. Well, Joe, you may have heard from Coach Sutton that sure at halftime talking about his girls. Once you hit that first three, it gets contagious. We call it viral either way, yep. and it's getting that way for the Lady Bears.
4: Hall gives it over on the far side, gives it up to Streetman. My Back to Hall to Streetman. Streetman's going to shoot a three. Go.
3: That, that was it that,
4: that was uh, Fitzpatrick. Excuse me. Addie Ray Fitzpatrick, her first three of the night, knocked it down. Far side, Phillips. She thinks about a three, shoots it. Go! Brooklyn Phillips knocks down a three. 36 22, 14 point lead for the Lady Bears. Hall brings it up against that 2 3 zone. Far side to Fitzpatrick. Back out to Hall. Hall to Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick goes over on the top to Pittman. Hall. Fitzpatrick. Back to Fitzpatrick. On the wing. Three pointer. Go! Fitzpatrick's hit two in a row. Oh, that's a trade in 36 25 knocks it back to 11. Claire Carlson over to Cook. Cook dribbles down here on the left wing now, waiting on somebody to come open. She goes on the far side to DeMars. DeMars is going to take it to the hoop. Free up, good. Carson DeMars faked it, took two dribbles, laid it off the backboard and in. 38 25. Paul brings it into the front court, guarded by Carlson. She's going to take it all the way. She's trying to scoop shot right there. No good. Rebounded, knocked away. Carlson's going to come with it. We've got an injured player down there. Hall's on the floor. They can't oh. stop action as Hall has it. Or excuse me, Carlson goes up. Layup is good. And yeah, now they're, they're going to stop it. Now they'll see it stop oh, right there. Oh, man. As the playmaker, she goes down with an ankle or a knee. Michael, she's on her knees right there. So I'm thinking it might be an ankle. Yep. Goodness bless. Bless her hearts. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Mm. Two tough breaks, of course. Monty McClure, right there. Borders with a knee, and oh man, she's holding her right knee also. Oh but she, no! But she was, she had her knee on the ground. I think if it was hurting that bad, which I'm way wrong on this stuff, folks, so don't quote me on it. She might not have been able to put. You know, we have got to see these. again the replay
3: this in Joe yeah. Oregon TV and see what happened to Hall there. Yeah,
4: looks like she went up and was kind of off balance when she threw the layup up. And when she did, she gets up. She's putting some pressure on it. Yeah, she's walking off the floor, but she's gonna go. Over here to the side and talk with a trainer from Chester T. Thankful for the trainers that all the schools provide here in Hall County and around the, the 8-4-A region. Thankful to have all them on staff because it sure does help. Uh, I know I, if I'm a parent, it sure relieves me if well, I've got somebody who's got well, some knowledge.
3: Well, it helps your diagnosis first off immediately. Immediately. And you see exactly. this is severe or not. Yeah,
4: exactly. All right. We've got a dead ball. DeMars is out. Uh, Emma Reynolds back in the game for the Lady Bears, 40-25, to 15-point lead, largest lead of the night for the Lady Bears.
3: And right there, Emma Reynolds, is one of those main things we can talk about right there, yep, too, the exactly. she went down with earlier. Yep,
4: 137. Rear. That's going to be Blackman for a long three, in and out. Going to be rebounded by Reynolds. Reynolds comes down with it, gives it over to, um, excuse me, went brain dead, Cook, gives it over to Brooklyn. Brooklyn spins, goes up for the shot, Cook gets a rebound. Emma for three,
3: good. Oh, yeah. Emma
4: Reynolds for three. Spots her up out front. Doesn't have to worry about going inside. Knocked it down after the offensive rebound by Caitlin Cook.
3: Hey, man, give her a standing on that one, buddy.
4: 43-25, 18-point lead now for the Lady Bears. Outside to Blackman for three. Blackman knocks one down for the Lady Red Raiders. Wow. And the bench stands up in applause. 43-28. Three three-pointers by the Lady Bears and four-five by the Lady Bears. Brooklyn Phillips for three. Good. A shooting clinic from the three-point line from both teams right now, ladies and gentlemen. 42 seconds, shot clock at 32. Ten seconds in between. Blackman brings it up. Comes over to this side, far side now. Goes over to Fitzpatrick. Goes back to Blackman, top of the key, with 23 on the shot clock. Inside they go to Bailey. Bailey almost lost control. Gets the layup. Nice job to keep control of it by Avery Bailey there to get it and knock it down. Incoming score coming to me. 33 uh, 49 going into the fourth. I'm not sure who the win. I would say the North Oconee or um,
3: Walnut Grove's Walnut
4: in, in, in front of that one. We'll find out. Half uh, of the box we almost had three fouls at the half, so that didn't help anything. Brooklyn Phillips has it, tries a layup at the buzzer. No good. 46
3: 30. Cherokee Bluff after three. Eight minutes away to go into the state playoffs. We're back in one with a fourth and final quarter on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle
0: TV. Glory FM is WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville.
5: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable.
0: To learn more, you may visit NGPG.org slash black and blue.
3: for the fourth and final quarter. Eight minutes away from one of the teams going to the state playoffs. Cherokee Bluff with the
4: basketball. They're up by 16, 750, just starting the fourth quarter. Caitlin Cook out front, kind of in a 1-4 now. Caitlin's going to go up with a left-handed jumper. No good, rebound on the far side. That's going to by Zaplinsky. Zaplinski is in now. Ava Zaplinski, number no, that's number 22. Christina Garcia, excuse me, Christina. She's playing a post player in for Borders now. Tried to go inside. It's going to be a hell ball between Garcia and Audrey Graham. Good job by Christina right there, number 22, she is a sophomore.
3: Yeah, Joe's got confirmation on board. 49-33, Walnut Grove. Oh man.
4: All right, there's a shot by number 13, Bailey, two pointer, no good, rebounding by number 35 Fitzpatrick and stolen away by Carson DeMars. Carson brings it, gives it up to Bristol. Bristol with a left-hand layup. Good. 48-30 now. Bristol, you can tell, has been playing a little with a brother in, some of the, in the backyard. She's got some different moves there than some of these other girls. Paul with the basketball. She tries to take it in the middle. It's stolen by Kirsch. Kirsch going you know, to have a foul on the far side. A foul is going to be on number 35, Addie Ray Fitzpatrick and go the other direction. Brooklyn Phillips will come in the game. She'll come in for Caitlin Cook, or as Coach Scott calls her, Cookie.
3: And again, Madison County, really their two main players in Borders and Hall, out with injuries. Yeah,
4: and and, and you and I both hate it. It doesn't matter which team you're rooting for right here. You hate it for any athlete, that's for sure. 48-30. Hall's back in the game. Hall, we went down a few minutes ago. Phillips has the basketball for the Cherokee Bluff. Goes over to Carlson. Carlson had it stolen by Jordan Jones. Jordan Jones dribbles up the left side against Carlson. Now Carlson will drop back, and Jones will bring it up. Jones dribbles on the far side, brings it between the circles. Goes that. It gets to Bailey. Bailey tries to get it down to Garcia. Garcia gets it over, back over to Hall. Hall, left side. Gives it over. Knocked away by Kirsch. She came in front of Garcia and stole the basketball. Kirsch over to Phillips. Phillips goes up for two. Left One and one. Good body control by Brooklyn Phillips right there. The foul's gonna be on number 35, Addie Ray Fitzpatrick. That'll be her second. And, oh, man, this is nice to see right there as Jenaya Borders comes back in the game.
3: Wow. Thank
4: goodness. How for, about that? For Madison County. Caitlin Cook will come back in after the free throw. The old fashioned three point play tried by Brooklyn Phillips, and she makes it. And now Caitlin Cook will come in. She's gonna come in for Bristol Kirsch. Nice to see Janine back in the game. I know Coach McClure's glad to see it too. Is she wearing the brace? No, she's nope. not. Easy. She does not. Nope. She's back out regular. Good for her. She might have hyperextended it like I did. It just didn't bother her as much. <laughs> <laughs> Get it inside. They go into Borders. Borders off her fingertips. She corrals it. Gets it back out there to number 35, packed packet, near side to Jones. Over to Hall. Hall dribbles down the left side. She brings it around. Gonna shoot a little floater from the baseline. No good. Rebounded by Cook. Cook. She's going to bring it in a hurry. She's going to bring it up the left side, kicks it over to Brooklyn Phillips on the far side. Brooklyn thought about a three. She's going to take it inside, goes up a little floater over the top of the rim, no good, rebounded by Bailey from Madison County. She gives it to Hall, who sprints it into the front court. Hall loses control as she tries to go up there. It looked like she dribbled it off the end of her toe and went right out of bounds past the Cherokee Bluff player. 5'39", 21-point lead now for the Lady Bears. Emory Jones will check in for next bed ball Four, Coach Cassie Scott Steen. Claire Carlson brings it up, gives it over to Cook. Cook on the near side. Brings it over. Way out on the left wing. <laughs> Against Hall, they're ret- patient to run clock at 15-13 on the shot clock now. She's thought about it. No, good job. My number 35, Fitzpatrick, to steal it right there from Madison County. The go over the top is going to be a foul on DeMars. As they try to go to uh, uh, Jordan Hall, DeMars came over the top and knocked away. That'll be three fouls now on DeMars.
3: And one thing the way <laughs> Bears got to work on for their game coming up on Thursday night mm-hmm. is that they have cannot commit as many fouls.
4: Exactly. DeMars uh, comes out, Henry Jones comes in, shot by Jones on this side, shot went up, it was no good, rebounded by. Caitlin Cook, she used it over to Aubrey, to Graham. Graham shot a three, no good, a little bit short. And Hall, uh, Jones comes away with it, she gives it to Hall. Hall sprints in the front court from Madison County. Goes on the far side to Fitzpatrick, who shoots a three off the front rim, no good. Rebounded by Claire Carlson. Claire all over the place tonight. She brings it up the floor, she goes in, throws it up aimlessly with the left hand, no good. Rebounded, knocked out of there, come up by Borders. Borders to Hall, Hall in a hurry, gives it to Jones. Jones goes up for the shot, no good. Foul by Caitlin Cook. She holds her hands up immediately. And the foul's on Caitlin Cook. That is number one on Caitlin Cook That's tonight, right. according to mine.
3: Yeah, I'm with you. It is. And the thing about it is, the Lady Bears' offense don't need to rush it right now. Yep. Use the clock.
4: Jordan Jones at the line. Shoots the first one good. Emma Reynolds will come back in the game. She'll come in for Brooklyn Phillips right here. One thing I've noticed about our teams in this area with Chester T, Cherokee Bluff. It doesn't really matter who the coach puts in. They're okay. They give each other five when they go off. It's not like they're disgruntled because oh, of lack of playing time. they all part of the team. Everybody plays their role. They know when they've got to go in and everything. And you yeah, know, I love that. Now Emma, you know, starter for the last two years. She gets injured. She's having to come in and spot duty now, right now, and she's doing a good job of it too. Knocked down a three a few minutes ago. Second free throw, no good. Rebounded by Jones, and good job by Jordan Jones on the far side. from Madison County forced the turnover from Claire Carlson. They'll have Madison County. We'll take it out on the far side. And let's see. Blackman comes back in the game for Madison County. Hall has it way out front for the Lady Red Raiders. Hall with it. Gives it over to Jones. Jones back to Hall. Hall this side to Blackman. Blackman tries to go inside. Caitlin Cook comes up from behind, but it goes right by. Nice job by Sarah Blackman, the sophomore to, reach, to re- reach around and get it without committing a foul and gets in two dribbles and gets the layup. Goes in the corner to Graham. Graham kicks it out to Carlson for three. Go off the front of the rim, no good. Thought it was good, just a tad short. They go in a hurry. Over to Jones for the layup, and it's good. 51-35, 16 points with 347. Carlson looking to get it in. She's got to throw it long. Gets it over there to far side to Reynolds. Then Reynolds kicks it over here to Caitlin Cook. Emma's going to shoot a three off the rim. No good. Rebound by Janaya Borders, and Caitlin Cook is right there to force the hell ball, and it will be Cherokee Bluff basketball. Begging
3: to use the clock, girls. Yeah, for
4: real. Hallie Wilson will come in for Audrey Graham. Carly Brown will come in for Janaya Borders. Janaya favoring that lady. She, I commend her and give her a standing ovation for coming back in and playing hard like she did. Absolutely. They go into Halley quickly, layup is good. 51-35, she got it to the low block, bit straight up with it off the black glass and good. 324, 18 point advantage for the Lady Bears. Hall with the basketball, Jordan tries to go over, Carlson almost knocked it away, Blackman has it, Blackman nibbles inside.
3: This number's in reverse, 53-35 for the Lady Bears.
4: Fair by Carlson, foul on Carlson, has three on Claire Carlson now Borders will come right back in she'll come in for Carly Brown nope take it back she's gonna come in for Fitzpatrick Fitzpatrick out Borders back in and throw it in Blackman gets it way out front and gives it over to Jones for a three. short way short gives it over Emma Reynolds fell right in her hand and she just slung it out there trying to get it to Carlson and Claire wasn't far enough and it goes out of bounds off of Claire's hand 307 in the quarter, 53-35. Jordan Hall with the basketball, left wing dribbles towards the top of the key between the circles. 31 seconds on the shot clock. Three minutes exactly left in the contest. Far side to Blackman for three. No good. Rebound tipped out. Rebound now Blackman. Way to follow your shot, young lady. Knocked away in there. Who's going to come away with? It? Oh my! Carlson did. She gives to Caitlin Cook. Caitlin Cook and one girl to beat and. Little Jordan Hall tried to get back, but she ran right past her. Caitlin Cook hesitated and got the layup to fall. 22, 55, 35, 20-point advantage. Jordan's a little floater from three, fade out on the baseline. Good. Timeout. Monty McClure, a 30-second timeout
3: by Madison County, right there, Michael. So i might be in to bring more players in. We'll see what Coach McClure is going to do for in this timeout.
4: 18-point lead. So you got number 13, Avery Bailey, going to come back in. Uh, I think uh, Sarah Blackman is going to stay in. She ought to stay in. She's been shooting the ball pretty decent, passing it well. Let's see who comes back out there for him. Looks like Fitzpatrick might go back in the game. Hey, well, Fitzpatrick in. won't be in the game. She was going to check in, but she was going to be late when she checked in. So you've got uh, Caitlin Cook, Allie Wilson, Emory Jones, Clara Carlson, Brooklyn Phillips for the Lady Bears. Hey, go, you've got Blackman, uh, Bailey, Hall, Brown, and Jones for Madison County. Cherokee Bluff will have the basketball. Caitlin Cook will look to throw it in. She gets it into Clara Carlson down there. Goes right over. Oh, almost stolen by Jones. Good hustle. Caitlin Cook gets it. Goes in a hurry. Right to Halley. Halley for the layup. Good. They positioned it well on that press. He he had two on one, and Halley got the pass and went up and scored 57-37. 20-point lead, 219 remaining in regulation. Jordan Hall with the basketball. Jordan went over in the corner to Blackman, got it back. There's to Blackman again in the corner. She's going to dribble towards dribble drive, gets it back out to Hall. Hall's going to shoot a three. No good. Rebounded in there by number 11, Emory Jones. Emory gives it to Claire Carlson. Claire going to try and go all the way, and then it's going to be knocked out of bounds. All five. The foul's going to be on number one, Jordan Jones, and she ran up kind of up the back of Claire Carlson and hit her as – Claire was gonna turn back around with the basketball. She hit her, Claire, and the basketball. So, Cherokee Ruffle had it. They'll try to throw it in, and throw it way outside to Emory Jones. Emory went up strong and got control of the basketball, and Jordan Jones goes up and knocks her down. Another foul on Jordan Jones's first foul of the night, though, actually second, because he just made that other one. 156, 20-point advantage for the Lady Bears. Carlson in the back court with the basketball. She'll dribble in the front court. Carlson against Hall. She's going to dribble around the left wing. Goes up a little short jumper, no good. Rebound. Hall gets it and Cherokee Bluff tries to knock it in. Right to Str- Blackman. Blackman comes in a hurry, tries to go between a couple of Cherokee Bluff players, knocked off of them, out of bounds. Trying to go to Jordan Jones, who was streaking down this side of the court to get a layup, and just couldn't happen. Audrey Graham come in for Jones. Howie uh, Wilson will come out. And you got Graham, Phillips, Kirsch, Carlson, and Cook in the game. There's Hall going in for a shot. She went up for a layup, kind of against her body, threw it back against, and the foul's going to be on number four. Audrey Graham, that's her first of the night that I have.
3: It's a and, big thing, too. You see on the court even now that the, – Variety of grades on this Cherokee Blue team. Mm-hmm. After the girls playing
4: exactly. Yep, you got you got a junior, a sophomore, a freshman, um, a senior. That free throw by Hall is good, and Phillips is a junior. So we got one senior on the floor right now, and that one senior is number 20, Caitlin Cook, who's also her and Kirsch, both outstanding soccer players for the Lady Bears. Second free throw is up and good. Nothing but net. And now Emma, yeah, Emma Reynolds will come back in. Emma's going to come in for Brooklyn Phillips. 133, 18-point advantage. Cherokee Bluff will, will live and fight on play on Thursday. Thursday they'll be at North Oconee. And they'll play at the 7 o'clock games. what I'm looking at, Michael.
3: That's correct. They'll play either North Oconee or East Versace at 7 on Thursday.
4: Caitlin Cook over to Carlson for three. Carlson in and out. Rebounded by Borders on the far side. Almost got fouled over there by Cherokee Bluff, which you really didn't need to do that there, but you want your girls to play hard the whole time and get it over to this side to Bailey, to Jones for three. Jones trickles it over the rim. Good, and I think it's going to be a full timeout for Coach Monty McClure.
3: It is. We'll, t- we'll be back with you in one minute here live from Chesapeake on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV.
6: The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park serving Gainesville for over 60 years.
7: This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins.
3: And back here with the final minute of the ball game. Cherokee Bluff comes out.
4: They'll have it down on the far baseline. They'll have the basketball. 108 remaining in the game. Cherokee Bluff by 15. The Lady Bears have it Cook looking to throw it in. She gets the curse on the far side. Bristol throws it way up front, gets knocked away. And then Jones, Jordan Jones, comes away with it for Madison County. Jordan. Throws it in the front court to Blackman. Blackman tries to throw it down. Bristol Curse hustles back and knocks it away. Trying to go to Avery Bailey, who was open briefly. Well, underneath the goal, couldn't get it there. Now Janaya Borders will come back in for Madison County. She's going to come in for Lily Pittman. Jordan Hall will throw it in for Madison County. Throws it right in. They go into Borders. Borders goes up. No good
3: on the shot, but she got fouled, and she'll shoot two. Okay, so as a basketball fan, I like to see her do that, buddy. Yep,
4: four fouls now on Carlson. Carlson has been the catalyst of this club tonight, Mike, for Cherokee Bluff. I think the Coach Cassie Scott might agree with my comment right there. You'll have Carly Brown and Lily Pittman fixing to come back in the game after the first free throw. First free throw by Janiah Borders is no good. You will have number 21, Carly Brown. Carly Brown is going to come in for Avery Bailey. And... Phillips or Pittman, excuse me, will come in for Borders if he's just second free throw. 55.1 seconds remaining in the game. Second one by Borders. It's up. Good.
3: Well, Joe, I agree with you. But I'll add one thing. I love having Caitlin Cook out there at all times.
4: Mm-hmm. But she can play, and you know, she's in, she can if she can run down the soccer field for the whole game, you know she can do basketball for 32 minutes. And get it in, inbounds pass from Graham. Up ahead to Cook. Carlson touched it for a moment. Now Cook has it way out front, 48 seconds. And now we got a foul on number three, Blackman. And that's only one on Blackman, according to my thing. And they will shoot two as they're over the limit and they will shoot free throws the rest of the evening. Uh, Borders will come back in after the first free throw. Cook, it'll be at the line to shoot two. Cook, couple of dribbles, free throws up. Back Left-handed backspin, no good. Hits the back rim and off borders, and Bailey back in the game. Comes in for Brown and Pittman. That's offense-defense right there, I would say. Yes. 57-43, they've cut it to 14 with 46 seconds left. Cook, free throw, is up. No good, back rim, rebound on the far side. Cook got it. Pass it over to, to Graham. Graham gets the layup. Good. 59 43 with 40 seconds left. Four seconds between the shot clock and the game clock. 32 on the shot clock. Hall goes in a hurry. Kicks it over to Jones for three. She's going to be bad off on that one. But Borders there to clean it up. She went up, lost control of the basketball. Bristol Kirsch gets the rebound from, or gets the pass out from Graham, who got the rebound. Now they'll hold it. 22, 21, 20. Shot clock is all that's on. Our game clock's all that's on right now. They won't foul, they don't have to. Right here is Kara Carlson will hold it out with 12, 11, 10. They won't have to do anything. Tried to steal it right there as Carlson just holds on to the basketball. Five, four, that That'll be your game. Lady Bears will advance to Thursday night in the semifinals. 59-43
3: over the Lady Red Raiders. And they're heading to state, Joe, next Tuesday in the opening round of the Class 4-A State basketball playoffs. We're back in two minutes. As we'll wrap things up with our first game to get ready for our second game of this doubleheader, it will be team taking on Cedar Shows in game number two here on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV.
6: Siphon Logistics commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com.
5: Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable.
0: To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue.
6: The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park serving Gainesville for over 60 years.
3: And we're back here at Chesapeake High School at the Lincoln Trail Center. Here at the home of the War Eagles of Chesapeake. Mike Warford, Joe Gailey with we'll you here on 97.5 Glory FM with a live video stream on War Eagle TV on YouTube. Glad you're with us here as Cherokee Bluff advances to the state playoffs next week. They'll play either East Forsyth or North Oconee on Thursday at 7 p.m. here on 97.5 Glory FM. As Joe and I'll bring you the pregame show and approximately. coming up on Thursday. We'll have the play-by-play. The Lady Bears going up against either Easter Scythe or North Oconee. They'll be getting ready to play that game over at North Oconee in Bogart. In just a few minutes, as trying to get a final score from the North hall Walnut Grove game. And this one, Cherokee Bluff, was really a close first half. We mentioned that at halftime when we saw Madison County play earlier, that they played a good two, two two-and-a-half minutes, but they had two key injuries. As they had borders go down, also Hall went down, and things changed after that point. They went on a big drought as Cherokee Bluff went on 13 0 burst there to start the second half. That was a ball game right there as they were able to go on to win the ball game handily and advance on to the state playoffs and to the region semifinals coming up on Thursday. As I was talking with Sutton Shirley, the head coach of the Lady Oregon, the Chessier getting ready to play. The second ball game is great to see the number one and number two seed play coming up on Friday there at Cherokee. Uh, excuse me, at North Oconee against Cherokee. What say, he, as long as he's playing Friday, he's good with that. And the thing about it is, you win tonight, you play Thursday, you play Friday, and then you play next Tuesday. So you've got three more games to play, and that's one of the big things too for these girls as Cherokee Bluff wins the ball game with a big second half. And they'll now advance again to, to play either North Oconee or – east for coming up on thursday night now it looks like walnut grove we'll see if they have defeated north hall they would play the winner of this upcoming game between chester T and cedar shows now the lady war eagles played the lady jaguars last tuesday and they were victorious in a big way there in athens They now play here in their home pool looking for a big game for the number one seed and the defending Region champions to play this evening in the Vance Home 2, the state playoffs. And again, if they win, we'll be with you coming up on Thursday with the pregame show starting at around 345, tip-off of a game at 4 p.m. As if Chester T wins, they would play, looks like right now, Walnut Grove coming up on Thursday, We're still waiting to hear a final score from North Oconee North Hall Trail by 16 going in through that fourth and final quarter against the girls there from Walnut Grove. Coming up next on 97.5 Glory FM, Joe Gailey will have the final details of the game between Cherokee Bluff and Madison County. We're back in two minutes live in Chester High as you're tuned to the region 8 Quad 8 basketball playoffs on 97.5 Glory FM and on War Eagle TV.
8: Progressive Insurance presents the Sports Flash on 97.5 Glory FM. College basketball: Georgia Southern heading to Conway Thursday night. They'll take on Coastal Carolina. The Eagles have lost four in a row. After falling to Buffalo Saturday, they're now five and twenty-five and seven in the Sun Belt. One of those wins came against the Santa back in January. Georgia is off until Saturday. They'll take on the Florida Gators in Athens. The Bulldogs have lost five straight, losing in Fayetteville to Arkansas Saturday. They're now fourteen and ten. Georgia Tech will play on Wednesday night in South Bend as they go up against Notre Dame. The Yellow Jackets are looking to halt a three-game losing skid, falling on Saturday. To Louisville to sit at ten and fourteen on the season. NBA, the Atlanta Hawks hosting the Chicago Bulls tonight at State Farm Arena, Atlanta's won back-to-back games after their win against Houston on Saturday. They're currently sitting in the tenth spot in the Eastern Conference standings. I'm Tony DeZeri, and that's your Sports Flash on 975
6: Glory FM. is switching your wireless service to Total by Verizon Easy Totalmente. and you get unlimited 5G data, $25 a line for four lines on the unlimited plan at an amazing price with no contracts. Should you switch to Total by Verizon? Definitely. Uh, I mean Find a store or switch suavemente at totalbyverizon.com Monthly rate when you activate without a pay Plus taxes and
5: fees discount begins the month after you enroll Additional terms apply. See website for data management practices